0: have to be your biggest fan and when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working but there's something inside of you that says i just have to follow that because you don't know who you're gonna be, be, be bev how are you welcome back
1: thanks so much I'm loving the podcast, it's great.
0: Good, you've been listening, have you?
1: Yes, I've been listening on my runs, Um, everyone I've listened to so far, I'm just in awe.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a really good group, for sure, really good group. So how's things going with you, Bev? How's training going?
1: So far, it's, I think it's going well. Um, I've realised that I need a lot of accountability to get out there. So I made the decision to rejoin um, my local running club um, that I used to be a member of. Uh, So they meet up like three times a week so that I can make sure that I've got those sessions booked in. So no matter what the weather, no matter what mood I'm in, I've booked a place and I have to be there. So that's really helping. Um, My speed is increasing. and then I'm trying to work on other things as well, like eating properly and <laughs> trying to be more mindful and enjoying running rather than feeling I have to run.
0: I wasn't I wasn't going to go there with the nutrition, but as you've gone there, we should uh, we should talk about that because we have a little WhatsApp group with the Everyday Adventurers, and um, you were talking a little bit about this. So, what, what's the challenge there? What are, how's it going with the nutrition side?
1: I think for me it's just been the lifestyle shift. Um, like obviously pre-COVID, I was working in an office. Um, so every day I would go to work, I would I would know what I was having for lunch, and and I thought that when I transitioned to working from home, when I now I'm doing badass mother runners full-time, I thought that I would be better behaved <laughs> with my food. And it would be really easy to eat well, and because I have my kitchen. But I found that it's been completely the opposite. And I've just been grabbing chocolate bars and um, not actually taking the time to eat properly. And I've never trained for a marathon before, but you obviously can't go to run club on a Wednesday night. I haven't had a Twix and a can of Coke all day. It's not good for you. So I'm trying to really make sure that I'm eating properly and trying to hydrate because I don't drink enough water.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I, I think that's really interesting, though, because I'm sure that a lot of people listening will will totally connect with that because there's this, there's this kind of misconception, right, that if you work from home um, – it's everything so much easier. You have got more time to train. You got you know more time to make food and and prepare food and eat healthily. But I think a lot for a lot of people, it's exactly what you experience. The opposite is true. It's probably uh, an element of complacency, right? Well, I'm at home, so I can just grab food when I need it. So you're not there then as thoughtful about preparing the food in advance. And it's just it's mega easy to just grab a snack mm-hmm. when you're when you're running around and you're busy at home. So yeah. Yeah, I totally feel your pain. So, how are you? What are you? What are you thinking about as you're looking to try and get that under control?
1: I don't. To be honest, I'm. I don't know at the minute. I'm just trying to make sure that I'm eating enough and eating a lot less rubbish because I was just snacking on chocolate and rubbish just to get me through the day, which is very naughty and it's not going to give me enough energy. So, I'm more about trying to eat an actual proper lunch and have some pasta and stuff and try and look into what I need to be eating as my distance increases Because at the, at the minute I mean the, the plan that I've originally downloaded was the one off the VLM website so it's the beginner one it's just to get you to the finish line um so I've got that written in my planner because I'm a bit obsessed and what I'm trying to make sure is that I'm always ahead of that because I'm very conscious that life does get in the way and what I don't want to happen is that I miss one long run and It throws everything out. So at the minute, what are we? I don't even know how many. I should know how many weeks it is. I think it's fifteen weeks ago. Um, I'm ahead of where I need to be. So I feel like my my base is good. But every time I go for a run, I'm my brain is like, you're never going to run a marathon. You can't do this. What are you doing? You're never going to do it. You're never going to do it. You're never going to do it. And I need to. I need to get that out of my head I need to work my mindset and remember that I will do it and I will try to visualize crossing that finish line and then I get to bask in glory for the rest of my life <laughs> I
0: think that um I think that's critical though I think that uh, I mean you already talked about mindset and visualization and I think you know I've talked on some of the other uh check-ins as you heard this week about this idea that when we prepare for challenges I think we tend to focus almost all of our energy on the physical training the conditioning the fitness training for the event and then the rest of the energy pretty much predominantly goes on kit like we sweat the small stuff like have we got the right trainers have we got the right right shorts you know what water bottle are we going to take all of that sort of stuff but we don't we don't give a proportionate amount of time to the mindset and nutrition. And then when you break it down, I'm I'm, you know, I'm no PhD, but I would say if you break it down just anecdotally based on my experience, the fitness is is nowhere near 80%. You know, once you get to a set, you've got to do the training for sure. You've got to get the miles on your feet. You can't just rock most people can't just rock up and do a marathon. But the other things are going to be really important and mindset and how you took their self-talk and those things. And then nutrition and hydration are critical. They're just like Massive game changes on how you, how you kind of tolerate the event and, and how you experience the event, whether it's a suffer fest or whether you can actually kind of enjoy running around what is an iconic, iconic race.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm really conscious that I do want to enjoy it. I think the, it is such an incredible experience and I would rather enjoy it and it take me longer than try and push myself around at a pace that's not realistic for me just to say that I did it half an hour quicker than I would have so I'm I think I'm 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 glad I'm going in with the mindset I just want to cross the line I just want to cross the line I want to enjoy it I want I, I mean everybody talks about hitting the wall so I'm very conscious that that might happen but being aware that that might happen and that's part of the process is okay so yeah it's just trying to work on
0: yeah I think also Bev I think you, you said it perfectly yourself but not not putting too much pressure on yourself right to go out there too fast trying to get some you know notional time there's this uh, and, and one of my guests has talked about this on the podcast before but you know everybody wants to get a sub five or a sub four or you know there, there's always like when you tell people you're doing a marathon they're oh what time are you going for? And I think we, to a certain extent, we've kind of got to get rid of that. I think it's just, you know, try and enjoy the journey. Getting to the start line for you is a major, major achievement. And I know you'll get to the finish. And if you can try and enjoy the bit in between, like, don't let it rush by so quick that you don't enjoy it, you know. And so I think you can manage things like hitting the wall if you don't go out too quick. And, and maybe even you know, a bit of a negative split, you know, just try and speed up a little bit towards the end. That might be something that's fun for you. But so I wanted to touch on I wanted to touch on food because you mentioned you mentioned uh, stealthy chocolate bars, and I know you've posted a couple of times on the group about that.
1: <laughs> I think I need. I think it's hard for me because I'm very much not into diets and stuff. I don't. I don't like to see chocolate and cake and stuff as like negative. Like I'm very much like live life, eat cake, yeah, it's all good, and and life's too short. But I think. My problem is like time management and being busy and just not thinking about it and just being like, oh, I haven't got time to make myself anything. I'll just grab a chocolate bar while I'm out the door because that'll, that's something. Um, but I've never before had to think about the relationship of that with running more. So it's a bit of a new concept
0: (laughs) yeah it it is difficult but it's good that you're thinking about it and and i think you're right you know not to think about stuff as kind of good food or bad food but but i think i think the thing to focus on is um you know i'm just about to release a bonus episode with a a nutritionist a guy uh, you know a phd in sleep and dietary patterns guy called greg potter um who i've talked a bit about on all these check-ins and he um you know he shared information about fuel for the work to be done and i think for you as you're going to running clubs if you know you've got a big long kind of run ahead of you it's thinking in the 24 hours before that what is the what is the right fueling strategy so that i have a good run
1: yeah it's a lot to learn
0: <laughs> yeah it is but it but it um it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to eat like a saint it just means that um you know, that you that you're thinking thoughtfully. You've got your training plan. It's it's Friday, and you know Saturday you've got you know a long run as part of your training plan. It's like okay, well, what should I if I want to have a treat? Maybe I have the treat Sunday um or Saturday after the run. But what do I need to eat today to fuel me for tomorrow? Like that's the kind of so you've got you know your your muscle glycogen stores are in a good place, not depleted when you go out for a run because it's just. That's just like a suffer fest when you try and go out for a long run and you've just not got the energy.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of attempting it as... I mean, at the moment, this might be the only marathon I ever do, you know? So I just just really want to be able to stand on that start line knowing that I've done all I can because that will be a brand new thing for me because I don't... (sighs) I don't know. Have I ever trained properly for a race before? I don't, I don't. It's always been very much wing it in the past. Um, there's been half marathons that I haven't trained for at all and they've been horrible. And I know that, and I don't want London to be that experience. I want to turn up on race day, knowing that I've done my training, knowing that my mindset is in the right place no, because it, it is the biggest thing I've ever undertaken. And I know for a lot of people, a marathon is like, Oh, it's not a big deal, but this is the biggest thing I've ever done. And it's very scary.
0: <laughs> and, and I don't, I don't think that that's true. I don't think that, um, that for a lot of people, they think a marathon is not that much. I think a lot of people think a marathon is a big deal and it is a big deal. And I think it's a great challenge for you. And um, I, you know, I think, having these kind of thoughts and doubts right now is, is, is good, right? Cause you're 15, whatever, 15 weeks or so out. You've got time to kind of think thoughtfully about, okay, how do I want to plan?
1: That's just, that's just been my stomach jump. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. But, um, have you, have you actually written it out? That's a, That's kind of a nice, thing. so from a training perspective, have you just kind of laid out a calendar on the wall? Yes,
1: yeah, so I've got, um, I've got a really nice planner that I was actually, um, very lucky to be sent um as part of a women's entrepreneur thing I was part of and it's it's so beautiful that I didn't want to write in it but I was like no I'm going to use it for my marathon training so I've got all the plan written out in there so I can check that I'm ahead of where I need to be I'm making sure that um I'm booking myself in for the run club sessions I'm trying to get a strength training gym session in at least once a week and just trying to Figure out how to fit everything around work and kids and dogs and life and the weather and <laughs> all the other variables that um, things come in. And I'm I'm, 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 i It's already started. The yeah, I can't do that. I'm training for a marathon. Yeah, I can't come to that because I'm training for a marathon. So we're supposed to be at the running show. Um, it's the first time we were ever going to do the running show which we were so excited about but because um Boris Johnson has moved the deadline the running show now has to move again so now it's going to be in September and it's the first time in my life I've ever gone yeah I can't do that because I need to run 20 miles that day <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to go in May said but yeah I'm already that person <laughs>
0: That's good though. I like it. I think it's good that you've got this this challenge, and it doesn't have to be you all the time, right? But for right now, you've kind of set yourself a goal. You've put that stake in the ground, and I think it shows how much it means to you that you're prepared to make those trade-offs.
1: Yeah, it's 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 weird to put my training before stuff. I think, especially being a mum, you often your needs come last, and I'm quite conscious that as the distance is increasing, obviously the time that I'll need to go out running, is going to increase and it's going to, you know, it's not just the actual run, is it? It's the, you're really tired after and it's kind of, it's a whole sort of day potentially. And I'm sort of conscious that it's going to be a big impact on my family's life as well, but it's really important to me. And I hope they're going to be really proud of me when I've done it and I don't know. I'm just really excited to say that I've run the marathon. Um, that feels really weird.
0: I'm really excited for you, and, and I'm sure your family are going to be super proud of you. And um, you know, I think that comment about mums often put their own needs last, I think, is so true. And I know that's going to resonate with a lot of people listening. So it's uh, it's lovely to check in with you. And uh, I'm glad that the training's going well.
1: And you, thank you, so far. Yeah, fingers crossed it stays that way. <laughs>
0: Well, keep keep pushing hard and look forward to checking in with you soon, Bev. Thanks.
1: All right. Thanks, Jay.
0: You have to be your biggest fan. And when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says... I just have to follow that. Because you don't know who you